0: Hello. Thank you so much for listening. It's Ian here. Just a quick message just before we get on with the podcast. This is episode 91, but I'm actually getting ready to launch episode 100. I can't believe it. And to celebrate that, I've got an amazing giveaway with loads of cool tools and gear perfect for live streamers with over $15,000 worth of stuff. Now, all you need to do is go to confident.live forward slash giveaway. That's confident.live forward slash giveaway. And you can enter into this amazing giveaway ready for episode 100. All right, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast.
1: If you're a planner like Ian is, you can use Ecamm Live's Scenes And you can actually build out your entire show in advance and we have what are called placeholders so if you know that you're bringing on um one guest or maybe it's three guests you can assign placeholders to the scene so ian could have you know this here that you're looking at now is a scene and before i join the call he could have just had you know guest one you know is is what would fill up this video square until i call in and when i call in you would just need to click down on my name and click assign Katie to guest one. Hello,
0: my name's Ian Anderson Gray. And in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I'm joined by the fabulous Katie Fawkes from Ecamm Live. We're going to be talking about how to interview guests professionally with the new Ecamm Live interview mode. So if you haven't come across this before, this is a new feature in Ecamm Live, which is a live streaming tool for Macs, which allows you to bring in guests remotely through the web. In the past, you had to use Skype, but not anymore. You can have up to four guests on your show really professionally. So this is really exciting.
2: But first... Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. How to interview
3: This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast. With Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we We can go live. live! Hello and welcome to episode
0: 91 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. My name's Ian Anderson-Gray. I'm really excited to be here because today we're talking about how to interview guests professionally with Ecamm Live interview mode. So Ecamm Live is an amazing tool for Macs. It's a live streaming tool and it's what I use every single time I go live. And last week I used interview mode. I mean, I used interview mode all the time anyway, to bring in guests, but I used it for Janet Murray's 2021 Sorted event to live stream all the keynote sessions. And it was an amazing event and we couldn't have done it without Ecamm Live and Interview Mode. So that's what we're going to be talking today. I've got Katie Fawkes from Ecamm. We're going to be talking about that. The show notes for this episode when the podcast comes out will be at iag.me forward slash 91. And of course, if you want to be notified when I next go live. This is a live show. Um, If you want to be involved with a live show, if you're not currently watching live, then you need to go to confident.live forward slash subscribe. That's confident.live forward slash subscribe. Well, as always, this show is sponsored by my good friends at Content 10X. Content 10X is the most amazing content repurposing agency out there. They will either help you with your content repurposing or they will teach you how to do it which is pretty cool so if you want to find new ways of creating more content creative ways then content 10x are there for you i mean i'm a massive believer in using live video as a way to create that initial content and then repurpose that into podcasts into blog posts or as amy the the founder of content 10x says into lots of video babies across the interwebs, Uh, well, that's what Content 10X does. They help you with. They're a specialist content repurposing agency. They will take that one live stream, blog post, podcast, video, and explode it into a plethora of new platform-specific on-brand content. And if they don't do it for you, they can teach you how to do it via their podcast, their blog, their book, and the toolkit. And if LinkedIn is something that you really want to, to raise your game with, then do check out their LinkedIn 10X service because by creating one video every week, they'll take that and raise your game on LinkedIn, creating lots of amazing content on LinkedIn. So definitely check out Content 10X, go to content10x.com. And I thank you so much, Amy and the team for sponsoring this show. Awesome. Well, it is time to bring in Katie Fawkes. Katie is fabulous. She is the marketing manager at ECO, where she spends her time working closely with live streamers and live streamers to be from all industries. Katie, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today.
0: Well, it's awesome. Awesome to have you here. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. I can see we've got lots of people watching live and Uh, Lots of comments and questions and things like that, so we'll get back to those very shortly. But uh, I know I asked you this question before, but for podcast listeners, tell us where in the world uh, you are dialing in from today.
1: Absolutely. So I'm coming to you from about an hour or so north of Boston, Massachusetts, right on the New Hampshire border here in the US.
0: Awesome. And you were saying that, you know, there's a little bit of confusion here because... You might think, we might all think that you are American born, but uh, no, you're not.
1: <laughs> I've lived all over um, in just a, an insane amount of places. I think I'm up to 30 something different houses, um, two, oh, two wow. countries and a bunch of different states and provinces. So still Canadian by birth, although I probably should get my citizenship one of these states.
0: <laughs> Do you, so I, I, I'm really bad with accents. Do you have, I mean, how Canadian is your accent?
1: <laughs> I uh, I don't think it's overly Canadian. I grew up mostly in Montreal and I feel mm. like the the French Canadian-ish of Montreal oh, okay. kind of takes over. I it was always funny watching videos where they're like Canadians say a boot and I was like I don't think I say that. <laughs> I really don't think I do, yeah. but maybe, who
0: knows? That's, that's funny. Well, it's, it's, I suppose it's that's the that's the generic, isn't it? That's what the generic Canadian accent is, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. But uh, it's like all, yeah. all British people go jolly hockey sticks and all this kind yes, of stuff. Yes, exactly. Which, uh, exactly. I figure
1: that's what you all said.
0: <laughs> well, I am, I've been ignoring my lovely live audience for too long. So just to say Katie Simpson is here. Katie is uh, fabulous. Hi, I love your hat, Katie. Uh, so, do check out Katie's videos. Mm-hmm. She's all about how you can stand out with your style, what to wear, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, oh, great to I see you.
3: Uh, we should, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I might need some help with that. Uh, <laughs> Melissa's here from just down the road. She's saying hello. The fabulous hey, Tim Sawn is here. Shout out to Ta-da! Ian and Katie Fox, two <laughs> incredible human beings and live streaming pros dancing here to Aww. the intro music. Uh, so that's great. And Katie agrees um, with the intro. We've also got Miriam Pollard saying hello. Let us know Hi. where in the world you are watching from. <laughs> and. Um, uh, Tim also said, love Ecamm's upside-down feature, and it <laughs> integrates with Snapcap.
1: Tim is the king of the upside-down feature. I don't think I ever thought about it until Tim started playing with it, and now I'm yeah. like, oh, this is so eye-catching.
2: It, it,
0: it, is, it is, and if you don't know what this is, basically, I will I will move you upside-down, if that's okay, Katie. So we, we could, Woo! we, we could, on! it's very strange. Yeah, this is for our Australian audience, uh, so we can yeah, both exactly. go upside-down. But uh, probably more, let me just, I uh, so for podcast listeners, you'll be thinking, "What on earth is happening here?" And basically, <laughs> what is yeah, you, you can you can rotate uh, the cameras and your guests 180 degrees. But probably more useful is the mirror option. So I can uh, yeah. we can mir- mirror. But um, yeah, do, how often do you use? Do you ever use the mirror option, Katie?
1: I I don't. I feel like those are a couple of things that I just haven't necessarily mm. done a lot of. And I, you know, I think in. As far as the upside-down option goes, I think it is really kind of fun. It's up there with Snapcam on the – you can really – Make your broadcast stand out so people are scrolling through a feed. I feel like when they see someone upside down, they're like, "Hang on, something's wrong. something's wrong there, something's going on there," and they stop and kind of pay attention. Um, it, it's hilarious how much it works. I've I've been lured into many of Tim's broadcasts, being like, "Wait, what?"
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, you,
1: so yeah, no, it's it's fun. You have
0: you have to watch out with with Tim. So yeah, uh, he he Tim Tim was on the show quite a few episodes ago, but he was he was actually. He was—he was, he was quite—I um, don't know—quite normal, quite conservative. Yeah, so oh, I think that we need on, to bring Tim. Kay- Tim. You need to come back <laughs> on the show and uh, unleash all the madness. So, uh, yes, which is great.
2: Absolutely.
0: Uh, <laughs> Katie says you didn't use the word plethora. I'm disappointed. I, oh. I thought I did. I thought I used the word plethora. It's one of my favourite words. I
3: don't
0: <laughs> um, do you have a favourite word, by the way, Katie? Because I know you're—you're you're into your—you're into your English language, aren't you? And books and things.
1: I don't know if I do have a favorite word. That's a good question. I don't think I do. Now I feel like I need one. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, to it, 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 get that to
0: it is a kind of question <laughs> that you tend to ask kids or kids ask the yes, what's your favorite color? I don't really yeah. have a favorite color. Uh,
1: but I have if, a favorite color. I don't have a favorite word. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite color then? green i'm green all the way i know uh-huh. i'm not wearing it so it feels like a lie but i am actually a big okay fan well
0: there, there we go that's good that's good well that's that's awesome um and sasha so this is uh, an interesting point from sasha sasha lidyard is awesome uh, she's coming on the show actually sasha's coming on the show in a couple of weeks time Hi, or sasha. maybe next week ne- next week and she is the she is the brains behind my facebook messenger bot so great to see you sasha oh,
1: but nice. I'll have to pick your brain Yes,
0: yes, Sasha's great. But this is a question that I'm sure you get often. Yeah, Uh, so I do get FOMO when not having a Mac, as everyone seems to be using Ecamm Live at the moment and singing its praises. So sorry,
1: Sasha. Um, But I mean, there is a holidays are coming. The holidays are coming. Maybe you could put it at the top of your holiday list. (laughs) <laughs> right there, right there yeah, the that top. might
0: be that might be quite expensive, but uh, but yeah, there is there is a reason uh, there is a reason why ecam live is is Mac only, and it's not because you all uh, ecam hate PCs or, or Windows. It's not that at all. And we had um, Glenn and Ken, who are the co-founders of ecam, on the show, and we are talking about this. But maybe kind of you can t- tell um, uh, listeners and viewers, you know, why why Macs? Why is the focus on Macs and not PCs?
1: Yeah. I mean, our, our co-founders are, um, twin brothers and they've been doing this for about 20-ish years and they just, um, I don't think they've ever touched a PC, <laughs> which I know is crazy to lots of you out there, but they've built everything initially on Macs. Macs are really intuitive and easy to use. And that's the entire philosophy behind Ecamm Live is to really mimic and, um, and play off of and build upon, um, how easy and, um, and beautiful <laughs> Mac Mac computers are. So uh, it wouldn't be as easy, unfortunately, as just flicking a switch and being able to duplicate our software onto yeah. PCs. It, what if it were? It would be amazing. Uh, it would actually be like a completely different team we would have to bring on. So for us, it just, um, it matters most to just continue doing what we're doing and doing it well. So yeah. I do feel sorry for people out there who I, I know Macs are expensive. So um, yeah. hopefully hopefully one of these days we can get, we do I will say that we have a lot of users who are on slightly older Macs, so you don't necessarily need a brand new Mac um, machine in order to run Ecamm Live. Um, you can you can definitely look to get one that's used or you know a couple of years older, and you'd still be fine.
0: Yeah, definitely, and, and I think the the advantage with you focusing directly, you know, focusing only on Macs, is that you get the best out of the machine. Whereas mm-hmm. I know that there are some. Apps out there that do that spread themselves over both platforms, and yeah. they have to make compromises. So, I, I, although yeah. it is a frustrating mm-hmm. thing for PC users, I do think you do get much a much better system, a much better app because you're focusing on on one platform. As frustrating as yeah. it is, I was a PC user for for twenty odd years. I still use PCs. I still love PCs. I'm not. I'm kind of. I'm platform agnostic in a way, but when it comes to yeah. live streaming software, <laughs> uh, yeah, e- Econ Live is, is where I go. Um, Tim Saunders says, shout out to the French-Canadian-ish. <laughs> Uh, and he says, he's, uh, I am not normal at all. Well, I think we're all... We, normal's we're, we're, overrated. Uh, normal's overrated. And Sasha is next Tuesday. Thank you for reminding me, Sasha. So oh,
1: fantastic. I'll have to tune in. Yeah, thank you.
0: So it might be a little bit early, though. That's it's, it's we, That's we, do, right. we, 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 we do it very early um, US time. But anyway, so uh, how long have you been at Ecamm? Ecamm I, I keep calling it Ecamm Live. Of course, Ecamm Live is the software. Ecamm is the company. How long have you been at Ecamm for?
1: I've been at EK for about a year and a half now. Um I've known the team for probably about 10 or 11 years um at this point but I've been officially on the team for about a year and a half.
0: So it's been it's been quite a ride for you. I mean it's 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 only been a year and a half yet you have <laughs> Yeah, it feels like you've been there for for years and years and years. (laughs) It feels like
1: I've been there for years and years and years. Uh, You know, it's it's really funny and kind of surreal to me because I've been in marketing um, my entire career. I started off as a copywriter um, and kind of moved more into general marketing and social media. Um, And I remember distinctly when live streaming hit the scene and I was like, That's scary. And I'm not doing that (laughs) and and kind of avoided it, uh, for, for a really long time. And even like about a year or so before I joined the Ecamm live team, I, uh, you know, you put me in front of a video camera and I was like, I hate the way I look and I choke up and I try to memorize, you know, what I want to talk about. And I just had a really hard time with it. And, um, and this community, of live streamers and, um, content creators and video professionals that Ecamm has built over the years, which was so incredibly welcoming and the stuff that people were doing and the quality and the content people were creating completely won me over. And the more that I hung out with people on live streams or, you know, choked up my courage and started, um, and started just putting it out there. It was amazing what you can do with video. Um, and obviously now that you know the the world is closed and on lockdown and people are um more apart than we want to be it it's just becoming more and more powerful and i'm i'm just so thrilled that i was sort of forced forced into it yeah. at the very beginning um, because it, it does. It really makes a big difference. And, you know, it, I, it was so bad, Ian, that I, my my best friend, God love her, still lives in Montreal. And she would be like, let's have a video chat. You know, we'll have some wine. And we'll, I was like, maybe just a phone call. Maybe just a phone <laughs> yeah. call. And yeah. we'll, you know, I'll be there. And now, you know, now I don't even think twice about it. Um, I still get nervous here and there, but I, I do think it is, uh, it's amazing how much more of a connection it builds and what a community yeah. can provide. So. So,
2: oh, um, yeah. so
1: I'd encourage anyone that's out there, I, you know, if, if I can be the marketing manager for this company and we do nothing but live streaming right now, you can do it. You can get out there, you can get on it. Um, you can make a difference and you don't, you don't have to start way up here. You can, you can do small little steps and get yourself up yeah. to whatever level you want to be at. Um, but it is, it is less scary than it initially feels. You just have to get past that point.
0: Yeah. So true. And, and yeah, I mean, now you, you might still be. You get nervous a little bit from time to time. I still get nervous from time to time too. It's it's perfectly normal. Yeah. It, it gets easier. It does get easier. And, you know, Katie it does get easier. is now, yeah. I mean, you're doing this pretty much all the time. It's amazing. We've got um, a really, really important uh, comment from Janet Murray, uh, who says, I love your jumper, Katie. Sorry, off topic.
1: <laughs> thank so. you. Thank you. No, no, I appreciate it. I, it's all, it's foxes. Although I know she asked if it was chickens. I do have chickens in my backyard. So it's usually for me, it's either chickens or foxes cuz you know why not personality
0: <laughs> i know well everyone seems to have chickens my my parents have have been building a big <laughs> chicken coop and uh, my assistant has uh, i think she has 30 chickens like she she lives yeah, near san she diego is, she-
2: yeah.
1: She was emailing me earlier. I, I'm very right. uh, jealous because here in our town, we're only allowed 10. And I had to petition to get the 10 that I wanted because I think officially it's six. And I was like, oh, oh what okay. about 10? <laughs> so so here we are with 10 chickens in the backyard. It's super fun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, so, that
0: moment. that's so funny. Well, uh, we, we, there's loads of other stuff that we could talk about, but we are here to talk about interview <laughs> mode. And uh, so tell us, tell us what interview mode is and why is it so good?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we've, we've always seen interviews as being something that's incredibly important in the world of live streaming. I mean, you know, there are certainly people out there who go live by themselves and are sharing really fantastic, important content, but particularly when you're getting started, or if you're thinking about a show at some point, you're going to think, okay, I really would like to have a guest on, or maybe multiple guests, or these days, maybe you're thinking through, do you want to be able to do a panel discussion or, you know, a webinar or virtual summit? Um, so interviews and the idea of of bringing remote guests on um, has always been important, but particularly now it's just gotten to a point where it, it's essential for um, for live streaming and certainly for any kind of video creation. Uh, traditionally, we always uh, had an integration with Skype, which made a ton of sense when we first started off and it was a great integration. It worked really, really well, but it required an additional step. You know, you had to you had to have Skype open which you know, could bog down some people's computers. You had to train or teach the guests that you are bringing on how to use Skype, which could be complicated or confusing or you know, the, the dreaded question of like, I think I have a Skype account, but I can't remember what my password is, all of those things. And so for the last, I would say, probably most of this year, um, we've been hard at work developing our new interviewing feature, which we've called Interview Mode, Um, And it is a completely um, built in feature. It's built right into Ecamm Live and it works really simply. So, you know, for us, again, we're entirely focused on making it as easy as possible without losing any of the quality or any of the ability for you to grow with it. So it should be easy enough as a click of a button, but have all of the different steps that you can do just about anything you can imagine with it. Um, So interview mode is here. It's been around now for the last month or so and we've really been enjoying getting to see what everyone is creating with it um so there's a ton of features that are within it which we could certainly go through ian um Mm. but you can the the basics are that you can bring up to four guests um into your broadcast they join with just a link so they do not need to have ecamm live they do not need to have a mac they can join from any computer tablet phone if they want um, and then they can choose their camera and their microphone. Um, so it does really make it very easy for you to coordinate and plan out interviews and really easy on your guests who, you know may be nervous or you know may not may not have been interviewed before or are just getting into video themselves. So the goal is to make it really seamless and really easy, but keep that quality level um, high so that it yeah. looks as good as possible.
0: And that's really, really important. I mean, I think it's easy to to forget what, how difficult it was to bring in guests in the past. You know, when I yeah. when I started in the live streaming world in, in 2016, I was using OBS Studio. Now I'm, I'm not knocking OBS Studio; it's a great tool. If you know you, you want to delve in, if you're a bit geeky and you want to delve into the tech, but bringing yeah. in a guest is a nightmare. You know, you have you have to use Zoom or Skype, and you have to you have to mm. uh, Capture the screen, and you have to use complicated audio routing software and things like that. It's it's complicated, yeah. Um, yeah. and it's a lot easier now. Uh, but the the problem with with eCon Live before was I I didn't really have an issue with Skype. I had lots of good experience with it, uh, but. When it came to my guests, that was not the case. A lot of my guests were saying, "Oh yeah. no, not Skype! Oh, I hate Skype. It's not working on my computer." Uh, <laughs> ah,
1: I deleted it. I gotta add it back on again. I don't know yeah, what the password yeah. is. Yeah, for it, sure. It,
0: exactly, and and also the other the other issue, and this was a big issue for me, is it was one other app that I had to run alongside yeah. ecam. So I had an ecam, I had a Skype. In my case, yeah. I had my other uh, podcasting software on there as well. Yeah. So my computer was grinding to a halt. Now with Ecamm yeah. interview mode, it's all integrated. And the other thing that I love about, well, two other things I love about it. First of all, the quality is amazing. Really, mm-hmm. really good quality. But the second thing is it's so easy for the guests. Not all guests are going like, to have a PhD in computer science. And so <laughs> making it easy for them is going to be really, really <laughs> Important um, so yeah. I, I think that's it, that's I, all you, good stuff
1: yeah, absolutely and I mean there there are a few features as well that um, that are on the guest side that make it a little bit more reassuring so you know when you're when you're viewing it as a guest, you can see um, the amount of people that are watching the live stream you can see the comments coming up so you know I can see that katie's um, saying the foxes are cute as well, so shout shout out Katie on that one. Um, which you know, it's just nice to be able to not have to have multiple apps or multiple tabs open to be able to see what's happening in the broadcast. You really want to be able to focus on the interview itself, and you know, and on the content. And I, I think the same is true from the other side, on the host side. The last thing that you want to be doing is worrying about the tech side of it you don't like you really want to be focused on the person that you're bringing on and on the content on the questions and then making sure that the interview is adding value for everyone and so the the tech should be as simple as possible and as kind of low risk as possible for things to go wrong because yeah. live streaming it, you know in itself inevitably something goes wrong and you ra- you'd rather it not be something you know huge or so- or have a ton of stuff open that you're having to manage so interview mode does make it really easy. But again, um, you know, like all of our Ecamm Live features, it's really built to be easy enough that anyone can pick it up and run with it. But really, you know, we make it so that if if you do want to do incredibly complicated things, or you have, you know, really huge event that you're doing, you know, we give you all of the ability to basically customize it however you want in using any other additional tools that you want to use. So it easy enough for beginners but complicated enough that if you're one of those people that really likes the tech and you want to you know you want to push all the buttons and play with everything they're all there for you to play with
2: <laughs> like
0: yeah like me uh yeah and that's that's the great thing it, it, it is yeah. it is um I mean there is there is a little bit of a learning curve it's there there are in my opinion slightly easier apps out there for live streaming. But the, the problem yeah. with the really super simple ones, they don't really give you any flexibility at all. And I think that's, yeah. again, another reason why I love Ecamm Live is that it's it's relatively easy for, for beginners just to get started. You, you don't need to use any of the advanced features at all. You can just yeah. link it up to Facebook, uh, connect your, your camera and your microphone, and you're good to go. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And now with interview yeah. mode, it's really easy as well. You have this link, you give that link, to your guest, they click on the link, and then you, you get pinged, you get notified. Before we, we talk about that, the, the, the host side, so how you bring in your guest um, yeah. onto your show, uh, you, you mentioned a few things that the guest can see, and I think that's really good. I, I, I think it's amazing that the guests can also see the, the comments, which is great. So if you're broadcasting to Facebook, they'll be able to see the Facebook comments. YouTube, they'll be able to see the, the YouTube chat. Um, it also integrates with Restream, so if you mm-hmm. stream to lots of different platforms at the same time, it will also show all the the comments from all the different networks, which kind of blows my mind. Uh, so there's, yeah. there's, there's that side of things. Um, but you also can see the number of people watching live as well, mm-hmm. uh, which yep. may or may not be a good thing. I don't know. But
2: <laughs> you got that
1: and. The- the host mm. can technically turn that on or off so if you're if you're the host yes. and you're like ah, I don't want to cause distractions or you know it, we're we're having this kind of yeah. conversation and I don't want people seeing you know what the numbers are then it's certainly something you can control um yes. but yeah it is it is nice you know I mean in these kinds of chats it's nice that I'm able to see everything in one spot and not able to kind of you know I don't have to have a bunch of other things open
0: yeah yeah, and and there's, there's also like a real attention to detail. You've also got dark mode as well, which is quite cool. <laughs> so I, I kind of thought, well, what's the point of that? And then I thought, then I realised actually that's quite good because uh, it gets rid of maybe some reflection from the screen. So yeah. it just darkens it all up, and and so that's that's really great. So um, how does interview mode work from the host's point of view? And I I can I can share my screen and, and maybe show it from uh, from my point of view. Yeah. How how does that work? And maybe also as well as talking about that, we can talk about. Screen sharing as well, because it is possible for your guests to share their screen.
1: Yeah, so on the on the host side, there is a eCam e- Live has a main screen, and then it has a number of windows that all sit around um, around the main screen. And so one of those windows is interview mode, um, and so you can turn it on or off depending on what broadcast you're doing. But if you're interviewing, you turn it on, and then you have a link that sits at the bottom of the interview mode window. Um, thanks Ian. (laughs) Um, and the link at the bottom of the interview window is your link that you can send out to guests. You can keep that link the same throughout, or, um, you know, you can, you can drop it into uh, a site to customize it. You can do whatever you want with it, or you can refresh it and change it however often you want. So if you're worried about um, you know, guests randomly popping into your broadcast, you can certainly change that up if you needed to, although you do remain in control of the entire process. So when a guest gets a link, they click on it and then, uh, with whatever browser on whatever device that they want. Um, so there's the interviewing window and, um, and the, the, when they join the broadcast, you as the host get a ringing sound and it says in this case, Katie Fox is joining the broadcast. So you can accept that call or you can reject that call. Um, you can also turn off the ringer if you choose to in the preferences. Mm. So it depends on kind of what your settings are. Um, but once the guest joins that broadcast, you have, um, a ton of flexibility in being as kind of creative as you want to be. So you can, you you can just automatically add the guest to the broadcast and we have what we call automatic titling. So in the case, um, you know, in the case of where you're doing maybe a call in show and you, you posted your link up and you have people calling in, you can have the guest um just join the broadcast and decide, you know, whether you want them on the left side or the right side or kind of what orientation you want, or they take up the full screen. Um, and their title will come in with them. So whatever they've typed in as their name will just automatically be pulled into the broadcast with them. Or if you're a planner, like Ian is, <laughs> you can um you can use Ecamm Live's scenes. And you can actually build out your entire show in advance. And we have what are called placeholders. So if you know that you're bringing on um, one guest or maybe it's three guests, you can assign placeholders to the scene. So Ian could have, you know, this here that you're looking at now is a scene. And before I joined the call, he could have just had, you know, guest one, you know, is, is what would fill up this video square until I call in. And when I call in, he would just need to click down on my name and click assign Katie to guest one. And then every place that he has put guest one into his scenes, my video feed would fill in. So again, it really allows you to use um, scenes, which are kind of our planning and our run of show um, feature to be able to build out your entire show in advance. And then you have the flexibility of being able to really see what that broadcast would look like without needing to do a really long or complicated call with your guests Mm -hmm. to get it all set up in advance or have them you know, sitting on and waiting while you're trying to trying to finalize building everything out. You know, again, our goal is to make it kind of as, as easy as we can with still giving that level of customization and, you know, in a place where it should be really seamless, particularly for your guests. So you as the host should should have all the flexibility you need, but guests shouldn't have to worry too much about um, having to be on too, too early other than obviously a, a sound or video check that you'll want to do in advance.
0: That's cool. That makes a lot of sense. And I, I'm... I, I, one of the things that I haven't played around with is the placeholder thing. So maybe you mm-hmm. could explain that in in more detail how that actually works. Because um, it, how do how, how do you actually create a placeholder text? Because you mentioned like guest, you can have like guest one, guest two. Presumably that you yeah. saying that that's something you can do ahead of time, and then it will just magically mm-hmm. replace with the name that the guest has given themselves.
1: Yeah. So, um, so when you're creating scenes in Ecamm live, every person, so whether it's a guest coming on or any of the cameras that you have connected in come in, um, as a video source, as a camera source within, within Ecamm live. And so Ecamm knows that you may at any point have up to four remote guests coming in. So when you're adding your different, um, your different camera sources, you can there is within the drop-down menu play a uh, placeholder menu and then it says guest one, guest two, guest three, guest four. Um, so you can think through, you know, if you're only having one guest, then you don't need to worry about it. You just drop guest one in everywhere. If you're having up to four, you in, you know, think through what, what spot you want each of those guests to take, plan out your scenes in advance. And then when they call in, rather than just adding them into the broadcast by clicking on their face, you can use the drop down menu and assign them to what guest number you want. And then that name will take over then in the menu, so you'll be able to see um, guest one is now Katie or guest two is now Ian, and that'll auto populate all of your pre-designed scenes. Um, so it's just it's just selecting them as a as a camera source instead of one of the cameras you have yeah, connected. That, so again, you can so. connect you know as many cameras as you want. I mean, Ian could have like seven different camera angles in his live streaming studio and they would all show up as the different camera names and then the guests would show up as guest one two three and four until you've assigned them so when they join the broadcast you can assign them in but prior to that um they would just sit as those um random numbers and then um it just shows up as like a little shadow person (laughs) until you put the person in
0: that makes sense. Yeah. So if, if I go to, so this is for podcast listeners, I'll try and describe what I'm doing here. But if I go, this is my main camera here, but I've, I've actually got, this is my Canon M50, but I could swap over to my FaceTime camera, which looks pretty horrible. Uh, and then I've also got this uh, C920 camera, which I can give a nice little infinite loop effect there, which is making everyone dizzy. Uh, but that's 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 my other camera. But then, of course, I could add in a placeholder for guest two. We don't have guest two at the moment. We've only got one guest, who is Katie. But I could add guest two there on the right. I could add guest three or guest four as well. In fact, I could also add uh, Katie on the screen as well, So, uh, which is a little bit weird. So, so uh, I recommend that you do this all ahead of time. I think planning is really yeah. good. But if you did want to like bring in a guest halfway through the show and you haven't set that all up, it's very easy to do, isn't it, Katie?
1: Yeah, so that we really have developed two different sides of it. So there's the like impromptu side where you're just, you know, you want to bring a guest on, you don't have a lot of scenes, you're just having a really like simple, clean show and that's fine. You can bring a guest on and you can live, or, you know, or in recorded mode, you can move them wherever you want them to go. You can um, give them full screen. You can, you have all of that functionality right there. Placeholders is really only something you're going to use if you are, you know, if you run a regular show every week or multiple shows or you're live producing, it really allows you the flexibility to be able to do all of your planning in advance. And then when you're ready to go, it's, you know, it's, it's as easy as clicking and assigning someone into that spot. And then your whole show is already planned out and set with all of your graphics and your sound effects and everything else that you have set for that particular show. So, um, and you can mix it too. I mean, you could have your entire show planned out and then you could have, uh, you know, you could still do things ad hoc as guests come in or as you change things around. So you always yeah. have the flexibility to, to do anything you want to live and also to plan everything out and lock everything down so it stays exactly the way that you want it to be.
0: Yeah, definitely. So you've got that flexibility. I'm, I'm a big believer in planning ahead of time because it just means <laughs> you know where you are. There's yeah. less stress um, particularly if you're yeah. going to do a big event, I think it's good. Uh, and if you've got multiple guests, you, you just want yeah. to keep it all nice and like locked down, I think. So um, yeah. you can also, I mean, in Ecamm Live and, and a lot of software out there, live streaming software, you can the, the host can share their screen. But the great thing about interview mode is that the guest can share their screen. And this was really important in the event that I was... Um, Broadcasting last mm-hmm. week, we had all the keynote speakers. We also wanted them to have the ability to share their screen as well. Mm-hmm. So I created a scene. In fact, I might actually have it here. It's obviously not going to work properly because um, uh, you're not sharing your screen. But uh, I had the speakers' slides here, so yeah, you should be able to. Oh,
1: we'll ask you. For let, a let me,
0: just, yeah, let me just unmute myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, that's one of the things you can actually. Uh, in each scene, you can actually uh, have you, you set as mute, and so I wanted myself muted on this screen because this was the speaker. Yeah. But in in four, that was that was the uh, that was the guests. Um, that's the guest screen, and yeah. three was the actual guest there. So yeah, you can do you can do that. Um, how does maybe tell us a little bit more about? Uh, let me just go back to this. Uh, tell me a little bit more about how uh, sh- screen sharing works in interview mode.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's really easy again like if you're coming in through um I'm on Google Chrome for um for an example I I literally would just click share screen and then it allows you to choose whether you want to share just the screen from a particular application or your entire screen um and then Ian on the other side as the host um can do things like put me put my video within picture in picture so you know in the example that you shared you, you could have my screen, you know, um, almost full screen or sitting on top or behind an overlay design. And then my video as well. So that like, you can still see me talking as I'm going through whatever I'm presenting, um, which I think is really nice. So again, again, it makes it kind of easy and give full control to your guest, but also still allows the host on the other side to, you know, to fit that within an existing design or, you know, have their kind of branding all around it as well. So it makes it pretty simple. The only thing to keep in mind is that you'll want to do a quick test beforehand with your guests just because sometimes different browsers have different permission levels. And so you're actually, you know, you need to make sure that they're selecting to give permission to share their screen on their end as well, which is a, yeah. a pop up that they'll see. Um, but something that's worth adding in, building into, you know, even if it's a 10 or 15 minute check before you're going live if you, and you know that they're going to share their screen. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, you can click it on and off on my end. It's literally just a button that says share screen. I also have control over um, muting myself or unmuting myself. Um, and then obviously I can I can hang up. So I have, I have please controls please over that side. <laughs> I won't. I won't today. Um, <laughs> and on the same, at the same side, uh, you know, Ian on the other end can mute me if I, you know, if there's something crazy happening in the background and he can, she can, um, he can hang up with me as well, so he, you know they're equal controls yeah. on either side, so that um, so that both are have enough power to be able to do what they need to do. That's really it's really
0: important. I think the ability to be able to mute the guests just in case uh, they've forgotten that they're still actually in the background is is important. Yeah, and yeah, the the, the great thing about the screen sharing is you can have the whole the, the guest sharing the screen. You can have the guests' video in a little round. Uh, it doesn't have to be square, yeah. it can be round as well, which is which is great. And that's what we did uh, last week. Um, so yeah, lo- lots of really good things. And I, I think it's absolutely important to, to check beforehand, make sure that the, the guest is using the right browser. I think I'm right in saying that it needs to either be Google Chrome, Firefox, or a, a Chrome-related browser, um, which most people are using. But it's just good to check that they're using that for the screen sharing side of things because otherwise yeah. it might not work. Um, and yeah, just make sure that you do test beforehand. That's really important.
1: Yeah, definitely test and definitely know, you know, we, we get a lot of questions from people who are like, uh, you know, uh, my guest is, you know, in the, in this different location or really wants to come on with a tablet or really wants to connect with their phone. And that's great. But you should also be, you should have in the back of your mind that that is going to affect the quality of the broadcast. So if they're coming on with their phone. They absolutely can functionally, but that means that they're going to be using their phone camera. That likely doesn't mean that they're connected into the internet with a hardwired cable. So all of these things are things that you'll want to consider and build in some time to test it out and see how it looks and works with the flow of whatever your show is. So we give you all the power to do it, but you'll want to double check if that's exactly the look and feel of what you're looking for.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, There's a a question from Caroline Wilkinson. For some reason, I can't highlight it on the screen. the, The little Add to Broadcast link is not there for some reason but um, I don't know if you can see this but uh, she says How, can you have can you have a practice round with your guest a day or two before you go live and I don't know what you think, uh, Katie, but my, my view is absolutely it's a really good idea yeah. to do that. The, the one thing I will say is that make sure this is really important. Make sure your guest is going to use the same equipment, same setup <laughs> yeah. as they're going to use on the day. Because I've done it, well, I've done a test run through and they've ended up mm-hmm. coming through on their phone or somewhere else. And then it makes it completely pointless to do it. So what's your view on that, Katie?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And again, that might be an instance where you would want to build out placeholders. So if you had um, built up placeholders and you had everything all planned out, you brought your guest on a couple of days or a day in advance um, and assigned them to a specific guest spot, you can will actually remember that information so that when you bring them back on the day of, you know, you, you won't have to worry kind of about that added step of assigning them. You'll know exactly how it's going to look. They're all set up and ready to go. So again, the only thing you will have to watch for is what Ian just said, (laughs) making sure that they don't come on looking beautiful with their DSLR or mirrorless camera and then appear the day of, uh, you know, on a, on the sidewalk, holding their (laughs) their phone in their hand. So making sure that they are going to follow through and be in the exact same space is good. Uh, You always, I always want to have that like 15 or 20 minute buffer before I go live to just to just chat with who I'm interviewing with, um, make sure that they're, you know, everything's looking good. It's also a great time to make them feel a lot more comfortable. You know, many people, even people who've been interviewing for a long time. Um, it's just nice to to check in and, and have them be able to ask questions and, you know, go through the flow of the show with them so that they understand exactly what's going to come up and where do you have ad spots you're running? You know, is there music or a video that's going to play at a certain moment? giving them all of that information in in a really friendly way a couple of minutes before the show starts. It's just really calming and a, a great way to, to approach interviewing yeah. in general.
0: Well, that's what we did before this show. Yeah, we we had a little yeah. 50. Even though Katie is a total pro and, you know, <laughs> I didn't need to te- to make sure that all the tech was working, still good because I think actually so one thing one thing I've found is that actually – as you get more confident with live video and the tech in particular, it's easy to become yep. complacent. And as soon as you become complacent, that's when the tech goes wrong. So don't get complacent. Uh, do check yep. it out. So that, that's definitely, definitely important. Tim uh, Tim is saying, I love how the Ecamm, uh, Ecamm gives the host the power with interview mode um and uh, tim i think you i think we already answered this question but he says can interviewees join by phone or just on laptop and desktop and um yeah, they
1: can join from any any device so phone tablet any of the amazing new apple products that are on their way any a pc any i mean really any anything yeah. um as ian was saying the only catch is there are a couple of browsers that are, that are we're still sort of working kinks through, or that have different permission levels as far as sharing goes. So the best one, I mean, I honestly think that the best option out there for a browser is Google Chrome, um, but Firefox works really well as well. So
0: it's actually good. One thing that we did last week is that I asked all every all the all the guests to uh, To use Google Chrome, but to have Firefox mm. as a backup because sometimes it's really smart. Uh, there yeah. can be w- there was actually one one guest who actually had an issue with their Google Chrome, so it was yeah. fine. They just hopped onto Firefox and it was all fine. So it's, I, I agree with you. I think Google Chrome is probably the best, but Firefox is is pretty good too. And so yeah, always good. Always good to to test these things. I always think it's a good idea to send your guest a checklist for the, for that to make sure that they're all yeah. okay. I I mean, yes, okay, you can bring in guests on phones and tablets, but I I ask my guests to come in on their computer and to use Google Chrome Mm -hmm. because the quality is going to be a lot better. And and so I prefer that. Um, So, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think it's really just understanding what kind of show, like what what, what kind of show you're doing and what you're trying to get out of it. Um, I've been really amazed lately to see that um, when we, when we first released interview mode, I think that in our minds we were like, okay, you know, people are, are more or less going to use it for shows like this. So, you know, where they're bringing on an expert, they're talking about a particular topic, they're doing a panel discussion, that kind of setting. But I have been amazed at the amount of people who have been using their interview link. They've, they've branded their interview link and they've just put it right into their live show. So people like Diana Gladney, for example, who do a regular show and the, and it's a Q and a show. And they, they, she just puts her link into the video itself and people can just call in with whatever question that they have or a problem that they want to work through. And it, you know, it's, it's very similar to kind of those like old, old fashioned quote, quote unquote radio call-in shows where, you know, someone just appears by video, they walk through the problem together and it, it's really engaging and it, it's a really nice way to get to know your audience a little bit better. But again, the, you know, you're setting that that precedent. Like the, that particular show is a call-in show. And so people are going to come in, you know, potentially in their pajamas, in their rooms, on their phones, you know, in all kind of different setting. And it doesn't matter in that case, because the focus on that show is really just for someone who is an expert to be able to answer questions and help people. But it's obviously a very different feeling if you're running a virtual summit or you're doing, a, you know, a professional show and you're bringing on an expert. Yeah, so yeah. really, Absolutely. like planning, checklists, incredible communication, um, go a long way and really understanding what your content is about. Um, and I will say that the one thing that interview mode does not yet have, but we know the level of importance for is a, um, a green room communication tool. So the ability to, uh, to chat back and forth with, you know, um, the hosts and guests who, um, maybe are not on screen at the time, or, you know, maybe, my kid came barreling into the room with who knows what, and dogs were running and whatever, and I needed to just be like, "Ian, switch to a different camera and talk about something so that is something we're working on and <laughs> should be coming in the next um in the next little bit because as we as we start seeing more use cases and start um using interview more ourselves, i think it's I think it's the one thing that is not yet there but is on the way soon so yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah, it's, there's, I know that you guys are working on, on things all the time. There are new features coming out, loads of features that I didn't even know existed, which we might talk about in a little, in a little bit. But sure, uh, yeah, sure. I, I, I played around with, so I, I did have a branded uh, link to give out to my guests. And then one of my guests, who we both know, I won't, I won't mention their name, on, on, but <laughs> she tweeted it out <laughs> thinking it was oh, the link no. to the show. So, um, yeah. That that, and then I had some random people trying to join on the
1: show. <laughs> oh no, never see, and that's why the reject button on the call in is yeah. super important for yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyone that's joining. It, it,
0: exactly, yeah. and you can you can you can obviously you can uh, change the link, you can reset it, uh, but with a branded yeah. link, obviously that's a little bit more tricky. So just bear that in mind. Yeah. So uh, so that's that's great. So we talked about we talked about screen sharing. We've there's a green room. Uh, so when mm-hmm. when. When the guest clicks on the link, they go in the green room. You, the host, gets notified. You get a little ding. Uh, you can switch that mm-hmm. off if you don't if you don't want that. How do you know how many? And this might be a bit more techie, but how many people can you have in the green room? Is there, is there a point where uh, you join and you get rejected because there's too many people in the green room?
1: Yeah. So our green room functionality is not um, it's not as much of a green room as you would imagine. It's in some ways a, a holding space. So it, again, it is only the four people. So if you have four people sitting in that green room and they're you're, you're planning out on when to bring them in for the show, the next person that joins in is not going to be able to join into the green room in the same way that if you have already four people on the show and someone calls in, they won't be able to connect through. If you remove someone and add someone else in, you can do things like that. But um, But right now it's capped at four plus the host. So five total people on screen.
0: Yeah, okay. But but I'm sure things you are updating things all the time. And that so yeah, you can have yeah. yeah. So you can have you so you can have the host, you can have four guests, uh, mm-hmm. you can share your screen, and presumably just one guest can share the screen at one time. You you probably wouldn't yeah. need to have all four sharing their screen at the same time. That would I mean, be a little bit over the I- top.
1: Technically speaking, they could. You could have, you know, you could have a four up with just people's screens, but I feel like it would be it would be a little overwhelming. You as the host see when when a guest shares their screen, their screen comes into Ecamm Live into the um, into the host's app as a as a video source. So you'll see their video feed and then below it you would see like, you know, Katie and then Katie's screen. And so you you can decide how you want to show that on screen as the host. So that could either be, you know, full screen or it could be full screen with a picture in picture. It could be side by side if you know, if you wanted I don't know if you wanted that look for whatever reason. <laughs> or you could technically share, you know, four of them because they are really just coming in as video sources, so it yeah. for from a technical standpoint, you could do it, but it would look a little crazy to anyone watching on the other side.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm sure as some of your some of ecom uh, uh, users out there oh, sure. will be doing some very strange things with the software. So, so that's I that's great, that. and and th- so they can all they can share their screens. Uh, they can see the chat. They can get involved. The, there's no private chat yet, but that's hopefully coming. And also, the see, other thing yeah. that's important to say is, of course, they can see the show. You know, they, you, at the moment, you can obviously you can hear me. You can, if I change to a video, you can see that. So that's that's great. Um, that's a that's a really good good feature. So, what is next for eCam? Is there anything? I mean, obviously, some of it will be top secret, and you'd have to kill us all <laughs> if you tell us. But uh, is, what what is next? And I, are there any exciting? Uh, developments that uh, we can talk about. So I know there's a new uh, feature that's come out uh, called camera overlays, but so maybe you could tell us about that and, and tell us about some, the, the next stage of the yeah, Ecamm Live no. world domination.
1: <laughs> I know, definitely. We're, we're a pretty open book. We tend to announce things probably even earlier than we should. So <laughs> no secrets, on no secrets on our end. Um, so yeah, one of our, one of our newest features that um, kind of kind of got maybe a little bit overlooked in the excitement of getting interview mode out um, are what we call camera overlays. Um, and this is a move on our end to really try to make a layout design a lot more customizable. So we have, a, you know, a lot of a lot of different kinds of customers that use Ecamm Live and a ton of different kinds of industries. And they really wanted the flexibility to be able to put a video file onto them, onto the screen, wherever they wanted. They wanted to be able to make it whatever size they wanted, and they wanted to be able to make it whatever shape they wanted. Um, So this would give the ability to have, say, like a, um, a branded, you know, image as a background or, you know, uh, a frame and be able to put your videos wherever you want on top of that. So camera overlays are great. I hope you guys all try them out and give them, um, give them a good try. Let me know what you think about them. There see there. <laughs> so Ian can move things all around. Um, it, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be really fun. I think as people start playing with it, they'll be able to see everything that they're able to do prior to this. It was a little bit limiting. If you wanted like a really cool design, like what Ian has there, you needed to, um, have the box in the middle where I'm coming through to be transparent, which was easy enough for people to do. But I think it's just one added step that you had to figure out or have to have additional software to do. So this lets you just have whatever you want in the background. Could just be the color, you know, a plain color, or it could be any kind of design or branded logos. And then you can put your video feeds wherever you want on top of it. And the same principle for our interview mode applies here too. So you guests can come on as Any shape and wherever you want them. And, um, and you can use placeholders for that as well. So, um, so yeah, so camera overlay is definitely worth trying and letting us know what you think. Um, and then on that front, as far as, you know, next, next up in the future of Ecamm, again, you know, we're, we're really focused on, uh, ease of use and, and customizable, um, nature of the app. So, you know, really working towards building out a bunch of, um, Preset layout designs, but keeping that ability for people to kind of take it to the next level using camera overlays to be able to design whatever they want. And then we are still actively working on uh, preview mode, which allows you to set something while you're live without anyone seeing it until you're ready for it to go out. And then shortly after that is, um, is native multi-streaming. So that's is been a big ask from a lot of our customers who really are looking to go out simultaneously to either a few um, Facebook pages or Facebook and YouTube. Um, so, you know, getting them that access to be able to do that and still pull in all their comments is a, a big deal for us. Should be said and super clear on this. We have no plans whatsoever to, um, to get rid of any of our integrations with tools like Restream or Switchboard Live, which would let you go out to you know, 30, 40 different sites at once. That's not our goal. Our goal is really the people who are getting started and want to be able to go out to uh, a couple of different YouTube channels or YouTube and Facebook simultaneously and are just um, you know looking to be able to do that all within one app. So Those are the next three I think, cool. things that we're really focused on. I'm sure... I'm sure as as we get new Mac devices and machines in the next little bit here, we'll have all kinds of other fun things that will um, that mm. will come out of it. But yeah, continuing to to iterate on uh, layout design and how people's shows look and run of shows um, yeah, yeah, yeah. is kind of our next play area. So
0: yeah, that's going to be awesome, I think with with the preview mode, I think one one advantage with that might be if it integrates with uh, with what the guest sees. You could you could, for example play uh, the, the video. I could have my video at the beginning and I could still talk with my guest potentially. Um, yeah. So there, there might be ways around that, but uh, lots of really exciting things coming. Uh, so yeah. definitely check out Ecamm Live, the the, the best place yeah. to go. I mean, I've, I've got an affiliate link. I hope that's okay to use. Uh, yeah, It's iag.me forward slash Ecamm Live. So definitely check out Ecamm yeah. Live. It's awesome. Obviously, if you're a PC user, uh, you're out of luck, but there are, there are alternatives <laughs> Co- out there that you can user. check. If you're
1: a PC user, come hang out with us in the Ecamm Live community anyway. You'll be surprised at how many people are creating really cool things, and you might get some great ideas. Like Ian said, there's yeah. tons of other options out there that are equally fantastic, um, but we have a really great community of people who are just amazing, amazing content creators and live streamers, and they we do fun challenges, and we, we just love to push all the buttons and play around. So if you're looking for some ideas, or you're not quite sure if you want to get into live streaming, um, don't let don't let whatever device you have or don't have um, stop you from getting some ideas, networking and learning alongside other people.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Katie. Uh, Tim Sillhunt says, loving Ecamm, awesome interview. Well, thank you, Tim. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Tim. Uh, <laughs> we, we love you. So uh, if you want to find out more about Ecamm Live, uh, you've got the link there. And there's a great community on, on Facebook. So it's the... Mm-hmm. The Ecamm, what's the name of the the group on Facebook? It's the Ecamm group. It's just
1: Ecamm Live Community. Um, Mm. So if you go to facebook.com slash groups slash Ecamm Live Community.
0: That's the best place to go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Katie. It's been great to have you you. have you on the show. But we are at the end. Unfortunately, we all good things come Uh, to an end. Um, (laughs) So uh, just to let you know, we go live. I go live uh, every Tuesday and Thursday. So Thursday, I'm going to be changing the 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 time slightly because one thing I found is um, I don't know whether you found this, Katie, is that if you do it at half past the hour. You get uh you get people that can watch for the first 20 minutes and then they've got an appointment. Ah, uh, and so interesting. I've found so this is why it's always good to test. So I wanted yeah. to try half past the hour because it was a bit different. And then I've realized, mm, actually dead on the hour is probably the best way to go. Unless, of course, you're in parts of Australia, India, and Nepal who <laughs> have slightly different time zones, particularly Nepal, which yeah. has quarter is quarter of an hour ahead or behind India, which is mind-boggling but anyway yeah
1: mind-boggling
0: it it. is mind-boggling so yeah you can check check out do check out the the show and if you want to be notified when i next go live all you need to do is go to confident.live forward slash subscribe and of course don't forget to look at the podcast uh you can go to iag.me forward slash podcast So there we go. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits.
3: See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me, where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo.